Good Morning Cybertron is a podcast intended for adults and is not suitable for those under the age of 18. Viewer discretion is advised. I'm Simon Furman and you're listening to Good Morning Cybertron. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Good Morning Cybertron. I'm the guy who, like, kind of tapped on Will Smith's shoulder and said, you know what? If you're not going to be a punk-ass bitch, you should go slap that son of a bitch right there for what he said about your wife. That was me. (laughs) I did that. You're welcome, Internet. Oh, my God. We have ourselves a little treat here for you tonight. I missed this guy so, so much. It's Walter. He's he's got the uh, he's kind of like Grizzly Adams meets steampunk Abraham Lincoln going on there. Got like a Rob Zombie thing. Man, it's good to have you back, buddy. It's good to have you back. I can't wait to see the entire wall filled with Transformers again. Oh man! And cats. Wait, where the fuck are your cats? They're. One of them's asleep on a pile of laundry, and the other one is in the garbage. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, okay, I, uh, we keep we keep like a big like cardboard box in our living room that we toss our our bigger trash like Amazon boxes and milk cartons mm-hmm. into, and the smaller of my two cats likes to jump in there and play in the garbage oh i've got five cats you're not telling me anything i don't already know i just whenever you say your other cats in the garbage you get like the picture you get is like on top of the potato peels on his back slowly slowly beginning to become one with the earth again (laughs) no no he's he's just a fucking trash goblin oh that's adorable all the way from up north on the east coast by God, for the first time ever, may I introduce to you all Triclops. How you doing, folks? How you doing? Oh, man. Do you hear that? Do you hear that accent? That's 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 the accent of don't fuck with me, okay? It's Rhode Island, man. It's Rhode Island. I know people whose last name end in vowels. You don't fuck with me. <laughs> that is what's up. 100%. <laughs> and all the- Before you said Rhode Island, I was thinking Boston. Nah, 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 nah. Just south, about an hour south of Boston. There you go. Okay. There you go. It's all in the nah. Nah, yeah. Rhode Island, of course. I always thought that Rhode Island hat was making up for a lot of stuff. The smallest state, but the state with the longest official name. Exactly, exactly. Providence Plantations. That's right. Rhode Island and Providence Plantations, because fuck you, we're going to be big at something. (laughs) Now, I got to ask, Rhode Island, how close are you to Hasbro? Uh, yo, I'm like 20 minutes from the headquarters. I grew up in Pawtucket, so uh, I'm pretty familiar. Um, 
I've actually done freelance work for them in the past too. So God damn, um, are you able yeah, to talk yeah. about that, or is there an NDA? Or uh, it was years ago, so definitely I was doing um, work during the prime era uh, for them. So a lot of those decos that you saw, Rumble Frenzy, Ultra Magnus, all that stuff was um, myself and Mark Maha um, just working on that stuff. I actually did the. Before the Generations release, I did the original uh, Stepper Redeco for mm -hmm. RTS Jazz. Um, that never got put out in the U.S. because the uh, Generations Million Publishing uh, Generations book ended up doing the Redeco themselves. But that was my first job for them. But yeah, man, that is that's too cool. That I've often said, I've often said Hasbro. I know you're listening, and whenever I did, I was joking. But apparently, they were. In some some once removed way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> once removed, but no, it's definitely uh, it was a good experience with them. So that's Beautiful. something that I always am happy I was involved with. Beautiful. I I see a lot of like especially the smaller YouTubers. I see a lot of people talk shit about calling into Hasbro Pulse. Uh, I, I've got like one guy in particular because on Hasbro Pulse they say if this is a medical emergency. Hang up and dial 911. We're going to put some stuff to rest here. Don't make fun of that. Hasbro has a huge children's hospital. Like, yeah, no, 100%. They yeah. do a lot of good with the hospital. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. So I can, see, I can see them, you know, people being frantic with their child. They look up the number for Hasbro. They accidentally get Hasbro Pulse, especially with a last name like Pulse. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. Good on you, man. Nice little, nice little tidbit. My nipples got hard. Not gonna lie, I'm fully erect, ten inches. Walter knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> All the way from sunny, sunny California. It's Xavier. I fucking wish I got introduced, like right after Walter. I can't compete with. Yeah, I used to do some designs for uh, Hasbro Pulse. I fucking like maybe colored in a transformers coloring book once and was like hey check out my original character awesome right no nothing official like that Dude, god damn it you got the hasbro coloring book i had to get the robot changers from dollar tree oh i <laughs> thought you were gonna mention i got the the unofficial third party fans projects one of their glacier boss let's not shit on the dollar tree transformers comic book that thing was awesome i still have that around here someplace <laughs> I need to bust out. The coloring book was good, but the crayons at Dollar Tree are shit. Go, don't, don't waste your money there. Go spend it. Go spend it elsewhere. Oh, my God. You know what time it is. We had to make a decision. We had to make a big decision. Do we, do, do we talk more about sand? Do we, do we ask more about the conflict between the Autobots and Decepticons? Or none of these subjects is any of your business. We had a tie. No. We had a tie between none of these is any of my business and, and ask Sparks to explain more about sand. Holy shit. So, so I shall serve as tiebreaker. Sand. Yo, hold on, hold on. Triclops, you're the neutral one here. You're, you're the guest. Give us a tiebreaker. I think we're going with sand on this one. Motherfucker! Oh, hey, okay. I like this guy. <laughs> I got you, man. I got you. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Sand it is, everybody. Oh, he is only too happy to answer your question. 
I think this may be Thomas. Pointing to a giant dish-shaped mirror on the roof of the building, he says, That's a parabolic reflector. My experiments involve reflecting the light from a laser that I have mounted on a satellite in orbit. By observing the phase shift, we... Hot Rod interrupts impatiently. Oh, this stuff makes my circuit switch off. Can we go into town or something? Shut the fuck up, Hot Rod. I want to hear about the iridescent sand. <laughs> so, our choice is... Oh, this is a bitch. This one was short. Go along with Hot Rod's suggestion. You still want to hear about Sparks experiments. Ask about the Autobots and Decepticons. You know what? This is a this is a bullshit one. I'm our our audience asked for sand. I'm giving our audience sand. Damn it! Right, going all in. We're going all in. I put put the life savings on sand. Sparks takes one of the computer disks that you brought from Earth. This software allows me to tilt and rotate the reflector. He says enthusiastically. That's a word. To demonstrate, he boots the disc, then flicks a bank of switches. An image of the desert appears outside on the screen. And when Sparks touches another switch, a grid appears superimposed over the picture. He points to a spherical dial. By turning this, you can now alter the facing of the mirror. Want to try it out? You swivel the dial. A moment later, you hear the grinding of machinery from above as hydraulic pistons begin to move the reflector. Sparks says, too much! That's too much! A patch of bright light appears on the screen and edges along the ground. What's that light? asks Hot Rod, interested in spite of his earlier boredom. Moonlight reflected from the dish on the roof, replies Sparks. Note that because of the shape of the dish, it keeps the light quite focused. I could demonstrate this mathematically. Hot Rod stifles a yawn. I'll bet you could, Prof, but not to us lesser mortals, okay? Come on, you've been cooped up in this lab of yours for weeks. What say we cruise into town and hit a nightclub? Sparks is obviously nervous at the prospect of doing anything adventurous, but Hot Rod manages to persuade him. He finds a cloth and gives his rather grubby chassis a polish. Okay, let's go. You and Sparks settle back to enjoy the ride as Hot Rod drives you back into town. The stars of the galaxy are crystal clear in the dry desert air. As you turn to look at the moon, you spot a brief flare of light out of the corner of your eye. Shooting star, you cry, pointing where it fell. I like to think that's, that, that's one of like a hundred things. Tree! Rock! Cats! Sand! Sand. That's the second unusually bright meteor this week, says Sparks. Normally they burn up in the upper atmosphere, but it looks to me as though that one made it down to the ground. Perhaps we should detour and investigate? It's probably come down a couple of miles off the road. No way, says Hot Rod. We're going into town. I know you, Prof. If we go over and check out that meteor, you'll fritter the way of the night away on a bunch of tests and experiments and sand. I'll keep till tomorrow. Yes, it will, agrees Sparks. He settles back in his seat. Let's be daring and visit one of these nightclubs you're so fond of then. So your choices are, you have delivered the consignment of Syrian brandy. You haven't yet delivered the brandy. Do you want to lie and say you did? I kind of want to lie. That's it. We shots, ha shots, we shots, shots, shots. I mean, we haven't delivered the brandy. I mean, it's it's fucking anarchy at this point. Yeah, we, we've frittered the night away, as they say. We uh, have frittered. 
about talking about sand. And this is true. Uh, I say, I, I, okay, we're going to deliver the brandy just because I don't think this is a choice for people to make. I think in England they do choose your own adventure differently where it's like, oh, if you've already done this, then you can skip ahead. Does anybody have any objections to that? Speak now, forever hold your peace. Amen. I really hope it's like a moral test. I want to lie and say, yeah, I've totally done okay. my job. Can I worry about I was going to ask what the back end on the brandy was for a minute. I'm not going to lie. Right. Okay. <laughs> well, what kind of cut are we talking about? In yeah. That? Uh, for that, you, you might need the B appendix. Let's, let's do this. We'll make it this then. If you want to lie and say you delivered the brandy already, let us know. If you want to be honest and say you haven't delivered the brandy, let's go with that too. May I remind you, you got a lot of brandy to drink. So <laughs> let us know in the comments down below or shoot us an email, goodmorning.cybertron at yahoo.com. Do we deliver the brandy or do we lie and say we haven't delivered the brandy? Let us know. Sand. I love sand. It gets in all my cracks and crevices. Mm, it's harsh and it's coarse. Oh, and you're you can, the exact opposite of Anakin Skywalker. Uh, yeah, you can't stand the shit. And you can use sand to buy these lovely toys at Sir Toys. Some sand is not a, a, a legitimate form of currency, everybody. Oh my God, <laughs> pen bots! Look at this, pens that turn into robots. Oh, the horror! Come on. These are pens. Are they pens? Right? These look are they... these look more like guns that go to Metroplex. <laughs> these are, yeah, are death flying tuning forks. Yeah. Whoa. These are pens? <laughs> I gotta see Divining the external. Rats. Yeah. What was that? Oh, oh yeah, they're pens. Oh, okay. Why were they? Very awkwardly split down the middle. Oh, the pens go inside them. Oh. 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 Walter, do you want a pen? Nope. Do you want two pens? Nope. Better question. Do you want six pens disguised as three? Do you want six pens disguised as three disguised as robots? Disguised as a dude playing another dude. Disguised as a woman. Disguised as a man. I don't... Wow. The, this is version 2. Did you see that? It says PenBots version 2. Right. So that means there has to be a PenBots version 1. No, this means this is the improved design. I don't think it is. I think there's been a mighty step backwards because look at these PenBots. Slackers. Mm -hmm. Look at them just standing around with their pen tip rifles. Water two legs. Use your encyclopedic knowledge. Are these knockoffs of anything? Uh, not from the transformer side of things. Man, look at that! They've got watches inside the pens. Over fucking achievers. What do they think they are? The iPhone? Let's see. Five fifty-seven, ten thirty-seven, two hundred five, and four one two. Go play those lottery numbers, folks. There's got to be something better than this. <laughs> There's got to be something better than this. Hold on here. Is that the Da Vinci Code? That's the Da Vinci Code right there. Here we go. Okay. $14.99. SirToys.com gets you glider bots. 
No? Nothing? Uh, God damn, man. Wait, they transform into launchers for these little paper airplanes? Yes. That's okay. Kind of neat. It's kind of hard to tell what's what, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take kind of neat. I'll take kind of... Mm. Look, not every week can be a winner. You know, it's... <laughs> It's just, it's her toys, man. There's, there's winners all over the place. I mean, you, you can't pull up just yet one more gun with Optimus Prime's movie face on the, the grip. Just one more. You got another one? I'm jonesing here. Okay, hold on here. Hold on here. I'm uh, kind of eyeballing this Super Wing Space Cruiser, dude. Super Wing Space Cruiser. Where are you seeing him at? He, he was right next to your launchers. Okay, Super Wing. Okay. All right. Oh, he's a healthy boy. He's a chungus. Oh, my God. He's a healthy boy, man. This. Oh. Whoa. Oh. It's like, a, it's like a submarine fucked a helicarrier. And they gave birth to a blimp. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go to X videos. Let me put in. See, I'll do this on my other screen here. X videos. Uh, we're going to put in the word submarine and see what comes up in porn submarine. And we get premature milf anal fucked by submarine dick. I could have told you that <laughs> there's a game we should play. I'm going to make up porn titles and find real porn titles. And you tell me which is which. Oh my God. If you want, if you want Super Wing Space Cruiser, get on over to SirToys.com, add it to the watch list. Make sure to click that link down below, www.SirToys.com slash question mark A equals 16. You get what you want. You don't pay a penny more. Paul gets what he wants to your business. We get a little something on the side to keep the lights going. Let's talk. There isn't a lot here. Let's talk about the uh, Ignite event. The innovation showcase that Hasbro held, where they're partnering with E1 and Paramount and a new director to bring Rise of the Beasts. It's going to be Hasbro's biggest theatrical event to date. And we're also talking about the Nickelodeon Transformers cartoon Earthspark. Discuss. Uh... Earthspark scared the fuck out of me from what I saw. Really? Did, I mean, the, those very, very alien designs are, you know, they're good looking on CGI, but the human characters mixed in was just like, there's two different artists at work here. Um, clearly, you thought them working together was a great idea. I don't know. I, I will say the eyes on Alita 1 that we've seen from Earthspark... They bug me. I think Transformers' eyes work best whenever they're sunk in, but these are like eyes that have been laid on top of the face. It's very... It's it's so weird thinking that some dude who is like either really good character design work was also asked, can you please design some robots or the other way around? You're really good at mechanical. Uh, can you design some humans as well? And he's like, what the fuck is a human? You know? Yeah. Just like, uh, I don't know if I have the, the power within me. Well, we know, we know the robot designs were done by Nick Roche. Look at her eyes. Go ahead. Look at her eyes. Look at that. Jesus. 
Mentok, the mind taker. Nina looks like she's seen some shit. <laughs> like, like that, like that is, stare. Like, those are Viet, like those are Vietnam eyes. <laughs> what was that, Triclops? It's a fifty-yard stare. That is, yeah, yeah, no, hundred percent. Right? She she wasn't so much <laughs> looking at me as she was through me. Yup, exactly. Yeah. Like this is the same stare that that Chihuahua had in Final Faction. The Final Faction Chihuahua. Yeah, that Churro from Final Faction. That fucking dog has seen some shit. He's it's the same eyes just on a Chihuahua. Let's see images. Uh, do we have the toy? There it is. Open image a new tab. And we're going to control plus the shite out of this, too. Yeah, those are the same eyes that Alita 1 has. I'm sorry, the, the mech or the actual chihuahua? The actual chihuahua. That, yeah, that, okay. chi that chihuahua has done things it's not proud of, and Alita 1 has done things she's not proud of. Alita 1 looks like she's about to be proud of something. <laughs> Jesus. Tell me more about this thing you call an Earth Peanuts. I'm going to transform into a vehicle and you're going to get in me. <laughs> Slam the door. They, they hid landmines inside the prostitutes. Who the fuck even does that? Why? Why? Why does the seep out in this car have like a ball gag and leather and leather metal studs? And just, yeah. This is weird. Correct your mother. The seat warmer feels like it's spanking me. <laughs> Why is Barry White the only thing on the radio? My ass cheeks feel like Chris Rocks. <laughs> so supple. Oh my god. <laughs> my ass cheeks feel like I made some fun of somebody's wife's hair. It's. <laughs> oh my god. What the fuck? I just noticed you this. name out your fucking mouth. <laughs> what the fuck is up with this Autobot logo? What the hell is that? Oh no, we uh, we were remember we were shooting theories around that we thought this was actually uh, the origin that aligns with the fact that maybe all Autobots are yeah. slaves to the Quintessons as servants and the Decepticons are the gladiators. That's right. I do remember that. I do. Yeah. Let's see. Control. Or maybe it's like some sort of elite guard kind of thing because it is Optimus and Alita who are both you know pretty high ranked. Yeah, but that also means they're just house servants. I know it looks. It's... It looks kind of Aztec-y. It almost looks like like somebody wearing an Aztec headdress. It, I, looks like, I it looks like of... one of those medallions from fucking uh, Legend of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> oh, back is this like, first you must cross the kitchen into the ball pit and then into there, the snake fire island. It's like, that's kind of a leap, Mac. Do oh, as I say. I never watched that. Great show. I never watched Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, it was the only show I know of where uh, ancient Aztec ruins were combined with a kitchen. <laughs> well, you know, they had to cook, too. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't have cable growing up, so I only saw, like, an episode or two when I was at someone else's house. Most of my, that shit was on Nickelodeon. Most of yeah. my knowledge of Legends of the Hidden Temple comes from the uh, DJ Cummerbund mashup between... Uh, between the Legends of the Hidden Temple theme and Sharp Dressed Man from ZZ Top. Oh, yes. I remember when you showed that. 
I'm sorry. I find some weird stuff online. That's uh, not my fault. I'm bored. I mean, we're only human. We all have our kinks when it comes to comedy. I'm, you know what? I'm sorry. It's I like that. I like uh, I like MC Hawkin, the <laughs> the the Stephen Hawking's gangster rapper. It's some good shit. I still get shit because I like MC Hawkin. Nerd. The fucking Big Bazang is a great death rap song. <laughs> oh, my God. We, uh... So, yeah. Okay, so, so this was only part of it. Uh, the yeah. cartoon, the Earth sparkiness, the, the Rise of the Beast, which is still a year away at this point. Right, but it's almost... Part. It seems like we're getting the toys this summer and the movie next summer. Well, I mean, still, that's great marketing. It's kind of this thing with... We were blindsided by the release of new BotBots after a year or more absence of product. And then the product is kind of fire because it's like, I throw down for a slice of transforming pizza, you know? Yeah, it transforms into a car, no less. Yeah. And the goofiness of the Rise of the Beast stuff is just the first wave, so I'm not really, like, turned off from anything rise of the beasts can do at this point it's just like it's just the first try we, we yeah. you know we're gonna get into the more meaty substances much later I think so that's the the biggest takeaway that uh, people aren't latching on to is that this is literally like the most basic class of stuff that people have seen so far there's gonna be a ton more because they're putting mm -hmm. a lot into the promo of the movie so i think you're right on the money with that because <clears throat> Any of the good stuff uh, they haven't even rolled out yet. This is really just, you know, a couple things made it to the surface faster than they expected. Um, you know, one way or the other. But as far as, you know, that being the comparative thing for the rest of the lines they're going to be coming with the movie. You know, after they've been pumping out studio series, they wouldn't step backwards and be like, oh, no, this is, you know, we're doing upgraded fast action battlers and that's it. Like, you know, there's going to be a lot more dope stuff, but right. this is just the first taste. Yeah, I, I got to agree with that because, I mean, this it's nice. Like right here, we got our first our first image of of Rise of the Beast Bumblebee in in these battle changers. I don't think and I'm right there with you, Triclops. I don't think these are the mainline figures. They they can't be. I'm not even I'm not even putting these on the list. These are nice to see. They're nothing I would purchase, but we're gonna get something better than this. Push up gorilla optimal prime is kinda like Optimus Primal is kinda like the fuck you didn't even make his head swivel so he could look forward. I I do like though, I do like this bumblebee. Uh not not figure wise, but design wise. I like this bumblebee because it almost looks like that muscle car bumblebee from the last night. Was it the last night that he was a black car? Yeah. Uh, I think it was Age of Extinction. Age of Extinction. Thank you. It, it's got that feel, but more towards the traditional collar bumblebee. Yeah, he, uh, man, this dude does so many quick changes with his car mode. He's just like, check it out. I'm a sleek, you know, Chevrolet up to date of the latest future model and now new trilogy drops he's like i'm back to being a crappy chevrolet 1977 whatever yeah but that's what they love about him he's so malleable you know whatever direction that they want to take him in they they're just going to move it along too and i i think that's 
you know, as much as the everybody else is so sick of seeing uh, Bumblebee, that's really what you know what makes them such a good uh, pawn to move around the chessboard. Um, you know, they can pretty much drop them in any vehicle as long as they got the yellow and the bug eyes and you know something to like give them that diminutive stature. That's you know it works perfectly for him. He is truly a bot for all seasons. But me personally, now, I'm, I'm look- sick of seeing that yellow Swiss bastard. Army bot. <laughs> uh, I'm, looking, I'm looking at this comparison shot. That's the, the Netflix Bumblebee and Studio Series uh, B127. So this thing is just under deluxe size then. Uh, what, what are you going to guess that price point's still going to be, though? Like just a few dollars oh, south it's, of it's, deluxe? It's- uh, looking at the lack of articulation, because I don't see any elbows or knees on them, I'm gonna say somewhere around fifteen bucks. I was uh, I was actually thinking seventeen ninety nine. That yeah, that's or maybe he'll be just much. at twenty now. That actual deluxes are twenty five. <clears throat> yeah, I'm still getting used to that. That's yeah. a god. That that's way too much for this dude. I mean, nice yeah. chest tattoos, dude. But... Which, now that we've seen him size-wise with these others, and then we saw him side-by-side side with that Optimus and the other Optimus, so that means that these are basically, like, Legion-class engineering blown up to deluxe size. I, I feel I feel like this guy right here, and, and Transformers like him, they are to Transformers what Asylum Productions is to motion pictures. <laughs> Like you, you tell your grandmasters, right? You tell your grandma, I want a bumblebee toy, and I want a copy of the day the earth stood still, and she comes, she comes back with this and a copy of the day the earth stopped, uh-huh. or, or no, you tell her, Ma, or grandma, can can we watch Transformers, Transmorphers at your place, and she goes out and she rents Transmorphers, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The so, machines were real all along. No one was piloting them. It's like, oh, okay. But yeah, this is this is nothing. I see like little kids getting this. You know, people who can't handle fifteen to fifteen to twenty two steps. You know, this is this is something you handle hand an eight year old. Yeah, and they're the they're the hype machine for everything yeah. else to come through too. Yeah, because if that age a little kid gets excited, that's going to draw the parent in. You know, the older your target demographic is, the uh, less overly excited they're going to be. Little kids are going to be souped. They get a brand new Bumblebee that gets them excited for the movie. They draw some older brothers or some other family members in to bring them to the movies. So it's it's a slow escalation, but that seems to be uh, what's happening. With well, I, I think I think something has to be said too. Well, I like the... that you're creating a new fan as well. You know, this is going to be some kid's favorite toy, that, and in that's very. Go ahead, Xavier. Well, that's very. Sorry, they, that's very like uh, entry level marketing. It's just like you know you hook them young and all that, but now the new thought process is, you don't just buy it because you want to you know introduce the kids to it, and you don't, you don't want to buy them the big expensive toy that could break. No, you buy this. Because now our generations are the parents, and you don't want their grubby little hands on your shit. So you buy this as well to pass off to them. Xavier hates it. He's only buying four. (laughs) The interesting math on it is if you had the uh, 10-year-old in 2007 for the first live-action movie, those kids are 25 right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, oh. when you're thinking about that escalation, you know, that's it exactly. Get the stuff that they can deal with when they're young and 
you know, beat it up a little bit, earn us the extra money so that they can pump out new stuff in generations. But yeah, that's the that's how you know long the live action movies have been around now and what impact they've made. I feel so old. Yeah, I no know. doubt. That's yeah, I know, right? That. Studio series has been around for five years now, and that was done to celebrate the tenth anniversary of the first movie. Oh, oh my god. god! Look at that, man! I got crow's feet now. What the <laughs> hell? Shut up, guys! I, I am dreading the hundredth release of Studio Series being another Bumblebee. Please, not Bumblebee. Oh. That's the price, man. That's the price. I need to go take my meds. <laughs> it's. <laughs> But yeah, I, I'm looking at this Bumblebee and the, the two Optimuses from earlier, and I think they're take. it looks like they're going to take the same approach that they took with Bumblebee movie, where the main line is just this assortment of gimmick stuff, like your, like your one steps and these things, the simplified transformation. But what we consider the main line is going to get filtered into Studio Series. Because technically, Studio Series isn't the main line. It's just... You know, it's basically an evergreen line to keep the the movie fans happy to keep that hype machine going in years between actual movies. Mm. Man, the roll cage on this though is kind of looking nice. Yeah. Which, knowing what we know about how, what they're doing with studio series now and what they did with Bumblebee, I'm wondering if Hasbro is going to have like another five minute long Cybertron scene and then just milk that one scene for an entire year's worth of studio series again. I would cool. kill. I would kill for a Cybertron movie. Fucking yes, please. Cause that would be like so good to see something like an actual version of Iacon on the big screen for once. It's been eight movies in. We've seen a battlefield take place on Iacon. And nothing else. Let let's face it. If you go if you go back to to the Bumblebee movie, the first ten minutes of the Bumblebee movie was everything that I've wanted from a Transformers movie ever. Hundred <laughs> percent agree on that. Yeah, you give me you give me what you did in the first ten minutes. You stretch that out to ninety. So just give me that plus eight more of of more of that. And I'll be happy. I'll be so like, happy. I, like like I've said it before, probably a couple of times even on this podcast, but that that Cybertron scene from the Bumblebee movie was basically the Moss Eisley Cantina scene from the first Star Wars, where with five minutes of footage, you just built an entire year's worth of toy line. That's an awesome analogy, man. That's really, yes. really good. Yeah. That's also that's also sort of a problem I see with the newer Star Wars movies is when things were being handled by George Lucas, your background scenes were filled with all these weird ass aliens that you could fill a toy line with, but then you get to the sequel trilogy and it's all, you know, stormtroopers in white suits and rebels in earth tones. You know, you don't have those wild like swaths of creativity that you got with Lucas. That's why nobody bought Rose Tico toys. Because when you when your choice is fucking Rose Tico or fucking Greedo, the kid's gonna go for the weird alien dick mouth green guy. Hey not, yo, there was a Rose Tico fig? Yeah, not boring ass fucking Chinese person in earth tone jumpsuit. Yeah, hey, look, go go in to your standard Ollie's right now. Go to the toy section. 
I can't. I burned mine down. That's probably for the best. Go to the toy section. Look at how many Ray Skywalker three and three quarters figures there are. It's nothing but. You cannot buy another three and three quarters Star Wars figure except for Ray Skywalker. I, you know what? I will. I, I'll, I'll say this, too. I would love to see a Star Wars series where the main character is not human. Yeah. You, uh, Luke Skywalker kind of, or no, sorry, Anakin kind of counts because it doesn't need like the Christ type of dude. That doesn't he count. He looks human. Parent. You, you give me, you give me an epic tale of a Tradosian. I'll be happy with that. Like I'm super happy with the Mandalorian. I'm super happy with Boba Fett. But I would love to see a universe where you get very, very far away from the human element of it. And you get to see the way that some of these alien aliens live. Coming soon to Disney Plus, the Admiral Akbar show. <laughs> Look, we haven't had that it's since. Always a trap. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it's another goddamn trap. I'm so sick of this. <laughs> What's <laughs> this planet? Thailand. It's all planet, trap. Planet Thailand. Penises everywhere. Oh. Akbar, oh. you had oh. to have known. Speaking of Book of Boba Fett, goddamn Robert Rodriguez makes good Star Wars. I got to agree. <laughs> like, and, and I've been saying this for years. I've wanted Robert Rodriguez to take a whack at a Transformers movie. Because the man who made Machete and Spy Kids, dude's got enough range to cover a series like Transformers. I'm not going to disagree. The, I, I about shit myself whenever I seen Danny Trejo in Star Wars. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and, as a fucking Rancor trainer. Yeah, as the Rancor Keeper. But I think the thing I loved, both about The Mandalorian and Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett, these are Westerns. Yeah. You know, actor, well, Westerns and or Samurai films, which are basically the same fucking right. thing if you break it down. Right. I mean, you even had, what was it, the... Uh, the Mifune Charles Bronson movie Red Sun was yeah. that Toshiro Mifune and, and Charles Bronson in a western with a samurai if you have not yeah. seen Red Sun you are doing yourself a disservice Charles Bronson uh, by the one, way another one I could recommend Bunraku starring Charles Hartnett and Gact oh I own that also what was it Woody Harrelson's in it yep yeah Oh, and Ron Perlman as a man who fucking just whips hatchets at people. Mm -hmm. <coughs> That's what he does in real life, dude. I know. Well, fucking yeah. also, full circle, he's Optimus Primal. Oh, yeah, I keep forgetting that. Yeah. Like, I mean, I love me some Ron Perlman, but we got Peter Cullen for actual Optimus Prime. We should have gotten Gary Chalk for Primal. I agree 100%. I think, I think Ron Perlman... You could you could have gotten him for another role. Uh, I think Ron Perlman. I, I think he'd make a good Ultra Magnus, quite honestly. A good Ultra Magnus, a good Galvatron. Oh fuck yes! Wind Raider. Like, he, like he's got that gravelly rumble to him. He could make an exceptional Galvatron. Ron Perlman is Wind Razor. I, I'd fuck him. <laughs> Ron Perlman as Windblade. As black arachnia. Scott, I couldn't help notice you looking at me from across the room. Uh, 
You want to take this upstairs? <laughs> yes, Mr. Perlman. <laughs> That's good. Call me Hellboy, Windraiser the fifth. You got a nice stink about you, fat boy. <laughs> it's whatever you say, Mr. Perlman. <laughs> I'm sorry, anyway, I, Optimus I, is a garbage truck. Yeah, I grossed myself out on that one. I was super happy to see this rumor. Crankcase. There is a legacy hey. crankcase listing. Yes. Really? Is this gonna, is this going to be neutered at all? Because I know his gun reveals on his uh, his vehicle mode were just like insanely fast. Well, here it says here. Uh, this this was up on the Amazon Amazon uh, link. It's uh, the Amazon UK link was active for pre order for a little while. Uh, so we've got a little bit of description. Legacy five and a half inch crankcase robot toy is inspired by the animated series. He um, never appeared in the cartoon. Thank not you. Not even the Japanese ones. Thank you. <clears throat> he converts from action figure to off-road vehicle in 14 steps. Remove the front grille of the vehicle to reveal a large blaster accessory. Hmm. I don't know. Also, I don't know if he's oh, going to be a trigger, trigger box. Never even had an animated cartoon. Right. The closest. So he's literally made no animated. Like at least the Micro Masters, the Action Masters, and the fucking Pretender Monsters got animated cartoons. It, the Trigger Con got fucked. If you got if you got epilepsy and you're holding the uh, holding the IDW comic, a lot of times you can make it seem like you're moving. You, Michael J. Fox to read it to you? Is Will Smith going to slap me now? Yeah. yeah. I deserved it. Oh, my God. I, listen, if there's a crankcase, I'm, I'm getting crankcase. Plain and simple. No two ways about That's it. That's cool. I mean, so random. Right? Ooh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay. We're getting a new crankcase here. I can see two potential repaint options here. Ruckus? Uh, actually, no. Ruckus is a different vehicle. Crankcase is more of a minivan. Ruckus was more of a dune buggy. Okay. No, okay. For, uh, for Crankcase, I'm thinking the uh, Throttlebot Roll Bar, because they're both similar vehicles. Okay. And the other one I'm thinking is Cannonball. Because the Cybertron Red Alert mold that they used to make the first Cannonball toy was also the, the 2007 movie crankcase. Botcon got a Walmart cannonball. exclusive. Hmm? Okay, can I throw a theory out there? All right. What if, what if this crankcase, what if this is already a remold because we were supposed to be getting breakdown like we were supposed to getting beginning like the prime breakdown as one of the motor master components uh actually that was bunk information given to one of the leakermen fair enough fair enough do you think it's like like information to figure out who is the leaker like you give this information to this person this information to this person and whichever one makes it out you you can track it back to the person uh that was a theory at first but my sources tell me it was just done to fuck with him. I see. I see. Man. Because he wasn't the only one who got that piece of information. Fair enough. 
Fair enough. I don't know. I'm super. I'm super psyched about Crankcase. Give Give me like Crankcase. When was the last time he had a figure that was trigger button Crankcase? Two thousand seven. Two thousand seven movie toy. That's was it. That's not. That's not Crankcase. That may have Crankcase's name, but that ain't Crankcase. It's a blue car, and he's got. The oh, you're he you're talking job of mimicking the trigger con. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was thinking. Uh, I was thinking like Dark of the Moon Crankcase, the one that had its fingers clipped. You are no, abs- no, no. I'm talking. I'm talking the the, the Cybertron Red Alert repaint. You are absolutely right. Part. Yeah, that was a decent wow. one. Like that's what I have on my generation shelf as Crankcase right now. Yeah. And when this one comes out, that mofo's getting sold. Oh. <laughs> How much is he going for now? Oh, I'm just probably going to sell it for like 10 bucks at the next toy show I go to. Dude, it's like, I'll tell you, I, I don't think I have that one. Give me first crack at it if you don't mind. Okay. Scott, for you, $20. I mean, I'll give you 20 bucks for it. <laughs> Did I say 20? Uh, I meant 50. His, his, uh, the shoulder, his ball joint shoulders are kind of loose, though. A little bit wibbly. I got floor polish. Floor there polish well, is good for uh, Does floor polish does floor polish uh, play well with translucent plastic? It does actually. Okay. A lot better than uh, a lot I better than other stuff. Some of those components in the shoulders being translucent plastic. Yeah. yeah. Hey, if you'd rather sell them to somebody else, I completely understand. But definitely, if you feel like it, give me first crack at it. Okay. That for you, anything fifty five dollars. Fifty five dollars. You know what? Go ahead and sell them to somebody else. <laughs> okay, I'll sell them to somebody else. $75, Scott. Give me the goddamn money. Like, Walter somehow mugs me over the internet. We're half a country away. But just the fact that he's from Texas, it intimidates me. <laughs> Scott, I'm glad I could sell it to you for 85 Now I just need 15 for shipping and handling. Uh, that sounds about right. Oh, I got lost in the mail. What a shame. No, I don't have that tracking number, Scott. <laughs> it's okay, Walter. Don't hit me again. You just, you, you'll just have to settle for the memories. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't there a third party that did a, a crankcase uh, probably about five to seven years ago? I remember I they that. They repainted did, it. Yeah, they did as an Iron, Iron Fist. Fist. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Renderform had something to do with that, too. I I think uh, I think yeah Azim Azim Vekistoya, yeah uh, yeah I think yeah, was the Vexa. one designer yep. yeah, uh, and Hightail, uh, Hightail crankcase. If I'm remembering correctly, Hightail did a really nice crankcase. Uh, let's see here images. Yeah, here is the 3D printed crankcase from Hightail Creations. Who oh, wow. listens to the show? He's this dude. This dude does some stuff, man. He's and it's really neat because I've seen him go from making simple little things to really doing some really intricate work. Like it's Hightail stuff is just really, really incredible. I he's the guy, uh Triclops, you took the photos of Unicron. He's the guy doing the Unicron. That works out perfectly. I yeah. like him even more now. Yeah. Man, I can't believe you got to see that Unicron. That's a... Oh. Dude, that was like the hookup and combination of things to make that happen. Um, I was just glad that I made it out there. Uh, and I was... It was really crazy to see that in person. 
I know. It's, that's like a piece of Transformers history. And he's just like, you got that close to it? That's so, oh my god. Yeah, it was really crazy to see. Just, I bet you it know. even smells like the 80s, right? You know, it's just like <laughs> new Pepsi. And, it's and one of the few things that they had uh, cased up. A lot of other stuff was loose or like mounted but exposed. Uh, but that was uh, definitely cased up it, just because of how fragile it is. I've talked to Mark about it before because uh, I was actually going to invite him to come check it out. And this was before the uh, Unicron release. So the uh, they were using that as kind of uh, what they could throw back to when they were doing the uh, WFC uh Unicron. They took some bits and pieces, you know, and kind of like homaged that original design uh, in that new modern Unicron, which I thought was pretty cool too. But he had seen it so many times, he didn't want to bother. So uh, myself and um, a friend of mine from a local collector's group, uh, this dude Jetfire, uh, we went and checked it out. It was really, really sick. Now, whenever you say Mark, is that Mark Mayer from Hasbro? Yeah, Mark Maha. Uh, Mark yeah, Maha, uh, sorry. My friends. Oh, yeah, my yeah. God. I love that guy. Every time I see him on on a live feed, God bless him. He is just, he is so animated. I want to spark a joint with him. <laughs> yeah, he, he is legit uh, one of the few people that can keep up with me locally as far as Transformers. And, uh, you know, he's always positive. He's always, you know, he's had that as a motivating factor in his own artwork um we met through graffiti so i've known him for about 20 years now and um that's what we originally connected on and some of his pre-hasbro drawings that he did that were like transformers homages i i would easily put it up uh with uh any other anybody that idw's got uh just i mean you know we came from a graffiti background so uh, he was already an excellent artist to roll the graffiti into it. So you start understanding like color palette and shapes and then, you know, loving Transformers that much. Um, yeah, it's it's really great to be around and he does so much cool stuff. I, I think uh, the I'm, first thing I saw Mark on was one of the first Hasbro Pulse no live feeds where they were talking about Transformers. And I don't know what it was about the guy, but instantly I knew number one. This guy knows how to have a good time, you know, and he's had a good time recently. I don't think I have to say any more than that. And number two, he's the only person that I can honestly say I've seen on the live feeds that I feel like I could, I could sit down and talk to. All the rest of them seem it's very much a business. Yeah. It's, it's very yeah. much something. But to him, he was just passionate. You could see him, like, take little glances down at the toy and just talk about how much love and care he had for it. Well, as other people would go, oh, it's great. It's fantastic. Look at how much articulate. No, he, he was talking about the heart and soul of it, whereas other people were talking about the mechanics of it. Well, can I just mention it's pretty cool. We, we think Mark's such a great guy, and now we know somebody through one degree of separation who knows Mark, so we kind of know Mark through somebody now. It's just like, hey, pass, can you buy a dime bag for Mark? And he's just like, good job, buddy. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll throw you. I'm, a I'm leaving no comment on that conversation part, but uh, <laughs> I will say it, it is absolutely genuine about Mark. Like I, I don't, I'm not intentionally name dropping him in this conversation. I'm really bringing it up because you guys are all actual fans who are interested in stuff. 
and um, his his enthusiasm, his passion for the brand, uh, is really really genuine. And uh, you know, it's good to see that other folks that don't know him um, actually see that come through when he does that because he is genuinely excited. Our our text messages and messages on Instagram back and forth, um, just about you know stuff in general. Uh, his he gets really excited about stuff and you know is interested when I show him pictures of stuff he hasn't seen before. Um, but yeah, he's I I think if you didn't like him before he pulled the um, mini slug out of his beard during one of those uh, presentations. Yes, yes, he did. Yeah, then like you, you kind of had to at that point like him because you know he genuinely like planned for that beforehand and wanted it to be people were going to be like what the fuck is this guy doing um <laughs> oh we lost walter that, oh shit oh no let me i'll go ahead keep talking triclops i'm gonna shoot walter a message over on on facebook sure sure uh i mean it, it's really circles back to mark is definitely passionate about the brand uh they had him working on uh, gi joe for a while too um and even that you know they're they're Transformers and G.I. Joe is such a mixed palette. I've been, you know, even rebuying the uh, new Walmart retro G.I. Joe stuff just to kind of supplement my own collection uh, because of how much those two were blurred. But when he worked for them, it was still the same deal. Again, you know, he's looking, not just looking at the toy, too. He's looking at the packaging. He's looking at the design, the card art. Um, You know, all of that is kind of like separate parts of a whole. And uh, enjoying what he's dealing with on a daily basis is a, a awesome thing. Not many people get to say about uh, what their daily job is. I, I certainly can't. So, um, you know, like, yeah, he's an awesome dude. Good to talk to. Really, really solid cat. His knowledge is great. And, uh, yeah, I've I known him a long time. He's a good guy. I, I love to hear the fact that, that what I'm seeing on screen – is matching up to exactly the way the dude is. And the fact just, that he loves his job makes me yeah. feel so good because I'll be honest, I'm, I'm not happy with my job. Right now my boss is trying to build a pond on the side of a hill and he doesn't understand how gravity works. <laughs> just make sure next time you, 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 you talk to Mark, say, pass along, good morning, Cybertron loves you. Is there anything we can do for you, sir? Yo, I'll make sure to pass along that message. That's what's up. <laughs> I hundred percent promise to say that. <laughs> Xavier, you're gonna have to live up to that. I didn't promise for shit. That's all on you, man. Binding contract. Verbally it's a verbal handshake, Xavier. Yeah. What are you talking about? Passive agreement. You've always said, Scott, this isn't your show, this is our show. That's We're true. doing this in together, motherfucker. That's true. We can use our wallet then. Yeah. <laughs> Walter said his laptop crashed, he'll be back on soon. Oh man, we're gonna now. Now that we know Triclops and Mark, we're gonna have to pitch our Land of Taw, Land of Taw action figure line. <laughs> have you heard of Castle Dangle Hand and how it badly needs to be remade? <laughs> oh my God, I think the world is ready for a Gidus figure. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, take all of our suggestions and just throw them away as quick as you can. <laughs> Oh, my God. We have images of the new red figure line. 
once again, red figures I'm not too much of a fan of, but, uh, you know, I, I understand these are like the new action masters. These are, these are somebody's favorite figures. Myself, not too much of a fan. I do have the, I do have the Megatron one. What do you guys think of, of Galvatron and Shockwave? Uh, I mean, I'm getting the, I mean, I already have the store release of Galvatron and Mm -hmm. I'm getting the two special editions of Galvatron as is. So it's like, it's a nice affordable option for Galvatron. Uh, the shockwave though looks very nice and I always enjoy it when they accurately put the hose in there. Right. The hose yeah. is so much there there's there's three things I need out of a shockwave. First and foremost, an eye. Just an eye. <laughs> mm-hmm. I need I need a hose with a gun and I need little circuits behind the chest and this kind of trips the bean on all of those. Yeah. That's the thing is is that aesthetically I think both of them look great. As far as something I want to buy and add my collection, not so much. But you know, picture shots, nice gallery shot uh, photos like this, it, they all look great. It's just I'm not jumping in on that conversation. Yeah, it yeah, it's a little weird on the timing. It's like how many Galvatrons are we spoiled for choice now for? You know what though? Some of this stuff is so backed up uh, as far as timelines on things. You know uh, the product that they're running in, uh, into with issues with containers and ports and factory issues too um, you know uh, part of that has to do with that you know a lot of the stuff featuring same characters are things that they never try and clump together it's always tried to be spread out alright you're going to have a Galvatron in this well we won't do this now nine months from now ten months from now is when we'll put out the artwork for this um, but I think things are getting released more uh, sporadically and less according to schedule just because of the way the last couple of years have gone. And, you know, you're seeing stuff that was planned two years ago. So yeah. that's part I, of the conversation, too. I know it takes a while for some of this to roll out. It's actually some of the things that have surprised me about these red figures are <clears throat> how they make up for the difference uh, with, like, really neat accessories because there was one Optimus... Like it was the Super Seven line that did stuff like this. They had yep, yep. basketball and a surfboard for theirs, and then one of these optim or no, it was a the Wave Two of the Red, I think, and they did like a Cheetor release, and they threw in some Energon cubes, and it was like I'm always appreciative of Energon cubes because as something that was just like a MacGuffin for the show, I still love all the MacGuffins, right? So I love it when they do shit like that. Now, can... when it comes to this Galvatron, I am very, very hopeful that they include a gun made of clay he can fire. Damn it, I don't see it in this lineup. That might be something for Del Surprise to come out with. There, there you oh. go. There you go. I'm saying. <laughs> uh, it's, but... the, the Galvatron, it, it's, it's a good-looking Galvatron, but one of, one of the things that I like, I want transforming characters to be able to transform. Yeah, uh, no doubt. Yeah, I, that's, that's, that's what the gimmick should be. The gimmick, the gimmick shouldn't be, you know, you couldn't, shouldn't sacrifice functionality for a mini-con or a cyber planet key or, or that mech alive or mech tech weapons. That should not come at the cost of a good figure. And this red line 
I get where they're coming at with it, but and so the stuff looks good, but this feels to me like a very poseable McFarlane figure. This mm. doesn't feel like a Transformer. This feels like something I should go into Hot Topic and buy. And it's I think the... that's why they have the two contracts, to be honest with you. They have the red, and then they also have the Super 7. Um, and it, within that Super 7, there's two levels, you know, the reaction and then the ultra-posable ones. Um, but I think that's part of the interest in having those two companies kind of doing the same thing is that, you know, if you look the red, you know, you're going to see it Walmart mostly. Um, and even then it's not moving. It's going to get discounted. Whereas the um, Super 7 stuff, especially the uh, more expensive versions, those you aren't seeing at regular retail. Um, so I think there's a level of exclusivity by having both companies. I think they learned their lesson years ago when uh, with loyal subjects. And, you know, they really hyped that up. They only had one transform, non-transformable vinyl line. And, um, you know, the aesthetics on it were really, really good. But the functionality, the parts, the hinges, I've got a bunch of the exclusives and chases that I got dirt cheap uh, much later on because I like the aesthetics on them. Um, and, you know, those the joints are are horrible the way some of the peg work was designed was horrible and i think part of it was because there was nobody else that they had to uh kind of compete with for hasbro's money uh or at least hasbro's license uh this way uh, with red and then um the super seven stuff happening you know they've got a couple different groups of uh, ways to approach the same concept of a non-transformable vinyl figure. And because it's not just one specific grouping, uh, actually kind of motivates them a little bit more to get more creative. Although, you know, as you were saying, X, not having some of the accessories um, definitely is noticeable. But yeah. you know, that's an opportunity yeah. for Dull Surprise to get in. <laughs> I, I'm kind I of I'm kind of impressed they, they even threw in a corridor grid for Galvatron at all. I noticed that too. That was super dope. I actually that was actually the first thing that drew my eye. To be honest with you, it's like mm. look at this fucking thing. This is like uh, sorry, no clay gun, but hey, you can recreate that one scene where he travels through time, or just that <clears> one <throat> awesome moment where he emerges as Galvatron. That that would be uh, dope. I think to combine with the uh, Transcan Megs. Uh, that came out in uh, Wave One. Use that as the backdrop uh, for that specific oh. scene, and like kind of transition. Uh, that would actually be an awesome combination. Mm-hmm. Man, this it, these are these are good for what they are. It's and like I said, I try not to shit on a lot of figures unless there are times I look at a figure and we go, "This thing needs to be shit on. It needs to be shit on bad." <laughs> I try not to shit on a lot of figures because I, I realize that just because they're not for me, that doesn't mean that they're not a good figure. And I could see, I could see why somebody would enjoy this. This, the red series to me, it, it really, I, I think the appeal of it is to number one, to kids, and number two, to thirty-year-olds who need a toy to put on their desk at work that they don't mind getting stolen. <laughs> No, that's you're right on the money with that. Yeah, or just do one of those really awkward things where it's just like, yeah, this this Galvatron's gonna be perfect for like, uh, 
putting it out on my desk and going, I'm, I'm watching you and you dare fuck with my shit and have the rest of the office come by and go, check out this fucking nerd. He put a toy on his desk to ward us off. <laughs> let's smash it. Let's turn, let's tear off its head and replace it with Bob Saget's face. Oh, <laughs> do it. That was, that was, <laughs> no. an old, that was an old skit I used to do to like people's toys. I would, I would print out a lot of bunch of uh, Bob Saget faces and, and tape them, uh, <laughs> tape them to their toy collection. People hated me. Really? It's, yeah, yeah. I did. I did Christopher Walken. You know, Christopher Walken's a good choice, but you don't want to fall further in love with your collection. <laughs> By the way, a little fucking aside: Christopher Walken in Severance is great. If I mean, if, he's... if you're not watching Severance, you're missing out. Christopher Walken and John Turturro having a gay affair. <laughs> It I, is, I mean, it's touching. It's touching. Christopher it's Walken great. in just about anything. It's just like I. It blows my mind that this man's single tone of voice elicits every emotion ever. Mm -hmm. It's just like I can't believe my family's dead. Uh, Gaffa. It's like you, oh, I felt that. The trick is you got to put commas where commas don't belong. <laughs> That's a John. I feel a great desire for you. <laughs> it's. That just, oh, I love Christopher Walken so much. More cowbell. More cowbell. I got to have more cowbell, baby. <laughs> just think of the deer hunter all the time. Oh, man. <laughs> Fucking hell, the deer hunter is great. Uh, for me, Walken will never get any more Walken than the movie Scotland, Pennsylvania. Scotland, PA, it's, it, it's a Pennsylvania version of Macbeth. That is just absolutely fantastic. Oh man! Moving on. I, I hope Walter comes back. He said that. Uh, he said that his uh, computer laptop crashed. Moving on though to looky what I found. Xavier, do you have a looky what I found? I went to my favorite subreddit and I found another thing. Xavier, I found a thing. If you want to join up with Patreon, a dollar will get you like the pre-shows. Xavier was showing us videos of. Of cars making it through landmines just in the Ukraine. Just the ballsiest fucking driving course you've ever seen in your life. It's so fucking weird that it's just like, I see, I don't know, like sirens going down the street a block away. And I'm going, nope, I'm taking the long way home. Yeah. These guys are like, ah, fuck it. I need to get to where I'm going. And I don't care how much of these goddamn Cossacks put down their ordinance. I am getting home or to my hook up with my tinder date what have you oh man okay here we go a redirect notice and we'll share the screen here once again and screen one allow so here we go <clears throat> train go go mm -hmm. oh that's awesome <laughs> hey it plays <laughs> plays music and it has lights I love how it's a, hey, kid, I am Earth Angels of Peace. Let me, let us fight together for the Earth Peace. That's the most beautiful tech spec. That's, that's great. That's great. I need to find me one of these. I need to find me one look of these. The, look at the face on the chest of the bot compared. <laughs> uh, we're, we're big on the thousand-yard stare this week. <laughs> uh, kind of, yeah. There's been a lot of plastic PTSD going on here. I've seen some shit, man. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Yeah. My PTSD, 
Like both both my wife and I have have like a mild PTSD. Mine's a little bit worse than hers because every once in a while I'll just I'll I'll just go stop it, you know, in the middle of middle of the the living room and it's like whoops, sorry, flashback, honey, I love you. It's <laughs> uh, please please stay with me. I was just thinking about the time I was shot over a buck fifty. Oh my god, I want transform train go go two in one transformation dual mode. Yeah, with lights and sounds. Right, and here's the thing. The robot mode, everything's good except for that face staring at you from the chest. <laughs> and it's like, does he does he see out of his chest face? Or is it just is it just there for decoration? That doesn't seem right because the eyes are following me. Yeah, <laughs> get up from your computer. Look, like, go as far left as possible until you can just barely see the image. And if the eyes are still on you, that's some shit. I'm going to need that, that, those few bottles of Coke down there in the corner. Oh, my God. Triclops, you've been listening for a while. Do you have a look at what I found? I do. It's not something specific. Okay. Uh, but it's something I, I think uh, you know would be interesting for folks. I know most of you guys uh, don't do MISB. Uh, my collection is about 30 to 40%. Um, so these guys, I've sent you over the link, um, have a eBay page, Katana Collectibles. Okay. And instead of, you know, I've bought from CGA in the past, uh, not nothing graded, but cases for things that I thought, uh, would last. But, uh, these guys do, um, folded box protectors. Oh, that's uh, neat. For a bunch of different stuff. Yeah, it, it's worked out really well, to be honest with you. I should have set it up to just track Transformers for you. Oh, that's okay. Um, no worries. No worries. Because here's the thing. A lot a lot of the people that listen to this, and, and you know, myself included, we collect more than just Transformers. Sure, mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, they, uh, they, you can, they have a bunch of pre-selected sizes, and they basically give suggestions, so... I've been buying some stuff um, to kind of start to fill out. They have one uh, for the Walmart uh, Devastator reissue. I got that. Um, they have uh, Ectatron. They have one. Uh, so, you know, they've been putting out different stuff. Oh, uh, Power Master Prime, uh, the reissue uh, from the Commemorative series. They had one for that, too. Uh, so, yes, thank you. No you problem. Um, so you can see. Now, there's a bunch of stuff. Those carded uh, cassettes that were the Walmart reissue a couple years ago, um, they got sleeves for those, commemorative uh, sound leaves, sleeves for those. Um, so, you know, there's a bunch of stuff uh, that if you decide to keep it uh, in box, like especially the G1 reissues, you know, I don't need those loose on top of what I already have loose for right. G1. Right. So I leave those in, leave it protected, and, uh, you know, I'm not getting it graded anytime soon, but anything I can do to, uh, you know, stop some edge wear, stop some shelf wear from happening, uh, you know, that's one of those things I load up on whenever eBay does a sale. Right there. Uh, and just. Right there's one I, I'm thinking about. Uh, I'm thinking about getting. I'm not a big box saver, but that's a box I once saved. I'm on board with you. I got two of those guys. Oh, it did. Just yeah. for that reason. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought one the first round, and then everything sold out. And then once they got the restock, after I saw what they were charging on eBay, 
I was like, all right, no, I'm I'm definitely buying a second set. So I have two of those sets. So So as a new as a new voice we're finally getting the chance to talk to, I have to ask, what's the crown jewel of your collection? Um I mean, you know, there's a there's a few things. I have uh I have a gray prototype from the uh generations warpath. Uh, that's probably one of them. Um, God, there's just so much. I mean, I have at least one of every version of the Titans. Um, I, I just got that uh, Studio Series 69 from uh, Devastator uh, over Black Friday. Uh, that was the only time that thing's ever been on sale, and I got it through Pulse. Ooh. And they had it for 15% off. So it was MSRP plus 15% off. And nowhere else was putting it on sale. So uh, that and the ARC got me up to date. And then I just got Black Zarek too. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I'd have to say that that Warpath prototype is... Uh, it's a gray model. It's not a, a multicolor shoot uh, yeah. prototype. Uh, but you know, still same conversation in that. That's probably the one that, out of everything, you know, I got a, a healthy collection of the majority of the lines. G1 focused, but I like Beast Wars too. That's a whole different conversation um, for a specific reason. And um, you know, Unicron trilogy, I wasn't that into. Um, I'm actually rewatching Cybertron right now. Um, Energon is what put me off of the trilogy, but even then, like, I might not have been into the cartoon, but the um, aesthetics of the toys are really dope. You know, uh, animated. I know Scott hates, but uh, I really, really liked that. Uh, the aesthetics of that line itself. Uh, you know, Scott, you hate animated. <laughs> I've I've heard that. I've heard. Here's the thing. Once or twice. I I I understand. I understand where people were coming from with all the love and what have you. <laughs> And it's just that cartoon is not for me personally. And that toy line is not for me personally. Yeah. Where, but I was, uh, I was actually re-watching an episode of, uh, of Transformers Prime. And, you know, I kind of turned Ariana on to, like, some of the G1 stuff. And she said the G1 stuff was good for its time. But, you know, it's not like, it's not like it would hold up now. To me, it, the, the story work... The animation, it never got any better than Transformers Prime. There, Transformers Prime had some, had some real grit to it. There, there were characters that you saw for 10, 15 episodes. And you know what? They died. They, and they died, they the died very sudden. You got it. You've got it. You have, uh, you know, Breakdown. Breakdown died. Cliff Jumper died. You know, Cliff Jumper was a throwaway character born to die, but Breakdown did not feel like a character that was supposed to die. But I think the other thing, I'm sorry. Oh, go, go right ahead. Go right ahead. Uh, just speaking about Prime, uh, one of the biggest takeaways from Prime, and I notice it every time I rewatch an episode, the score uh, to all of the episodes it is insane. Like it's legitimately worthy of just like playing on its own. Yeah, it's uh, it's orchestral. It yes, is very much so. Yeah, it is. There's. It's not like oh, here's a band of about five or six people, 
and they're going to lay down a rock rift track. No, this is this is a pit of 20 to 30 classically trained musicians putting out this emotional score that goes along with it. And there's I don't know, there's there's so many real life real life consequences in Prime. Ultra Magnus loses his hand. By the way, beautiful tip of the hat to Michael Ironsides. If Ultra Magnus is going to lose his hand, you better have Ironsides play him. Uh, <laughs> fucking Michael Ironsides is one of, I think, the best modern Ultra Magnus was Ironsides. He had a gruffness to him. He was perfect. But the thing is, he loses his hand. If that would have been any other cartoon of the time, he would, it, like, he would have lost his hand at the beginning, and they would have found him a spare that looks exactly like his by the end. No, he had... He had a fucking hook for a hand for the rest of the series. It didn't get replaced. He's done. He doesn't have a hand anymore. And I love those real-world consequences. There's excellent continuity and follow-through yeah. uh, in that. You know, Things happened in one season or, or one episode and might not have been resolved for another couple seasons, if at all. I, you're 100% on the money with that. Yeah, it's, and I, it was just a throwaway line, but I loved it. <clears throat> where Jeffrey Combs, who is now my Ratchet. Anytime I think of Ratchet's voice, it's Jeffrey Combs' voice in my head. He was perfect as Ratchet. And right. they're saying, well, why don't you just build another T-Cog for Bumblebee? He goes, it's biology, not technology. And I love that line. You can't build biology. Oh, you can't get any better than when Jeffrey Combs is doing his B-Schlock movies and he goes, he ate his head like a gingerbread man. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Combs is perfect in every way. And if I can't have sex with Ron Perlman, I want to have it with Jeffrey Combs. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Here is here is my look at what I found, if I may. Uh this this was some clever. I, I love I love really clever customizing. And I thought this was very clever. This is a combiner wars scorponok made from Lobclaw or not a later. Wow. Yeah. This is from That's Unicron nice. 9 over on TFW. Something's going on with the TFW boards. I don't know what the hell it is, but everything's white all of a sudden. That's okay. But I, I really loved this. This was, this was a clever little custom. I, I really enjoyed this. Wow. Yeah. Like the little head carapace they gave him. Right. And I just thought, <clears throat> clever, I, I wouldn't have looked at, and it seems obvious now, but I wouldn't have looked at that and, 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 and seen it. So here is, <clears throat> here is his uh, combiner rampage. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look at his rampage. Let's see here. That's sick. That is. That is. Whoa. So he, he said that he had done this for five years and that uh, apparently he had chemo and had to take a break, but he... Like Walter, he survived. Here's Pterosaur. Waspinator. Wow. wow. Oh, that's cool. I did not see Waspinator. Damn. Tarantulas. Nice. Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. So, really nice work. Uh, sir, uh, I, Unicron 9, tip of the hat to you. Uh, absolutely fantastic work 
uh, and the paint job, so clean, so clean. It's so it's so very nice looking. And then this is that thing uh, Walter uh, learned us real good was the fact that like if you want to build a certain figure, you have to make sure there's a plastic budget within tolerance. And this looks like it's like you know recycle figs, make them into new things. These could legitimately be released. Yeah, yeah. Glorious. But before I see this, I definitely want a lob hammer. Come on, get on it, Takara. <laughs> oh my god, what's up with that? Right. I know. Don't don't show us the picture and the design and not give us the toy. Come on. <laughs> might as well just slap a like big block white letters someday Some, over the image. Make it blurry so we can dream or something. I don't know. Xavier, while we got you on, any reinforcements this week? Uh, I, I guess I have a Mars Converter Gold Dragon now. I'm, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. It was, it was for a good cause, and I was just like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess it's mine. I feel really bad because I, I feel like I've screwed you out of the last two things, man. Because you got you got like the the uh, Cybertron Bumblebee, and then like the day that you got it, I ended up like accidentally going to Target and finding it, and now you found a Goldie Dragon. <laughs> and I've had that I mean, for it's years. Not a, I, it's not like a huge investment either. It was just like, oh, it's $10. This is an easy enough gift for Scott if he doesn't have it. And then it's just the weirdest fucking sense of deja vu. It's just like, have I asked him this before? I feel like I have asked him this question many a time and have committed to a buy regardless. <laughs> There's been times I've done that too <clears throat> where I went, oh, I'll, just get, I'll just get two of these. Like I'm kind of I'm kind of in the middle of that right now, because the uh, whenever the Walmart pre-order is for Buzzsaw and uh, and Night Prowler and the other one Sandstorm came up, I ordered them both from Walmart and Pulse, and just figured whoever comes first is the ones I'll keep, and so I Double have down. yeah I have a uh, <laughs> I have this big document here. I'll share the screen here real quick. I have a document that I keep uh, whenever I've pre-ordered something. This is my pre-orders and upcoming document. One day, whenever I forgot that I uh, I never ordered Blue Streak, <laughs> Kingdom Blue Streak, I was like, okay, I need to start taking a list. And so I have like everything that's pre-ordered, everything that's coming up is black, everything that's pre-ordered is in what I'm assuming is pink. But then, uh, here, Legacy Deluxe Beast Wars, Sandstorm, Night Prowler, and Buzzsaw. No, you have pre-ordered from both Pulse and Walmart. Don't, don't fuck this up, Scott. That's really good, though, man. I like that. <laughs> Fucking come a long way since the yellow post-it notes on your wall. Oh, Jesus Christ. You remember the post-it notes. I forgot about the post-it notes. Oh, I remember. Those because too. we had a... We had a whole show about that. It's like, hey, Scott, check uh, check over your shoulder. I want to see what that says. And you go, oh, it says this, and it's going to cost me $200, which means I'm eating ramen for the next two days. And then you were like, I love you took him down. It's like, I, I love yeah, Transformers. You, In my life, it goes, it goes, my wife is number one. She is the number one priority above all. <clears throat> Just underneath that are my fur balls, my cats, my dog. I love those guys. Beneath that are Transformers. And then beneath that is me. So if I have to eat ramen to get Transformers, so fucking be it. 
Well, the wall came down because you married Ariana's like, I have to buy a plane ticket to escort mm-hmm. someone from the Bahamas. And was like, Scott, what's going on? He says, you'll see in a couple of weeks. You'll see in a couple of weeks. She's, <laughs> she's coming. She's coming. It was that, like, oh, God, how big is this package he's ordering? Must be like 300 points of articulation. It is. She's, she's, quite, a, she's quite a flexible little vixen. <laughs> she, uh, we, were actually, we were actually talking about that. The thing is, we were not planning to get married whenever she came up to visit. You know, it was, it was just I got COVID, she got COVID, and she looked at me like whenever we were done, she goes, I don't want to go home. And I said, I don't want you to go home either. And that day we ran, we got the marriage license. Three days later, we were married. And then three days after that, I lost a pint and a half of blood. So mm-hmm. greatest story ever. I love telling that. I was like, this motherfucker I know kicked the pane of glass intentionally. I, did, I don't know. I did not do it intentionally. I tripped over a garden hose like a man. No, no, I say intentionally. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I'm still not right from that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't bend my toe. And then, uh, then a month later, or two months, I forget how much later, it's just like, check out what I dug out of my feet. Oh, my God. Ding. That was the crazy shit, was the part two continuation. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was... I don't feel well. <laughs> no, if Ariana wouldn't have been here, I wouldn't have told a soul about that. But she saw me do it. And it was just like, okay. You know... <laughs> And it was just the weirdest fucking thing. If I wouldn't hit the brakes to keep from hitting those kids on the street, that piece of glass might still be in there. Yeah. Ew. Jesus, man. Thank Jesus. You, you reckless little shits. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Triclops, do you have any new figures this week? Technically, your entire I collection do. is new. You've never yeah, read yeah, about yeah. any of it. <laughs> nah, we don't, have the, we don't have the 48 to 36 days in order to go through all of that. So I kept it to three. So I have a link so you can see what it is first before I bring it up. Let me bring that over. And... <clears throat> oh... Okay, let me share the screen so Xavier can see this. Burp. Share screen. Blurp. There you go, Xavier. So I had randomly oh, seen that Prime v. Prime video about it. Uh-huh. And I, I looked at the price point on it. It was already, you know, uh, 80, 90, close to 100 at that point. I just wasn't dropping the money on that. But, um, you know, with the uh, AliExpress conversation that we were having earlier, uh, I ended up getting like a half off deal on it and like five bucks for shipping. Um, so I have, uh, uh, was it the crazy name? It is, uh, let's see, Chinese main battle tank mountain lion. Bow Tang or something like that. Yeah. 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 I, but the thing is, you know, I've seen like 16 different ways they spelled it and I wasn't crossing that road. Uh, but for what it is, uh, it's got die cast, uh, the plastic quality on it's great. The transformation's sick. Uh, the sculpting is really, really nice. It's detailed. The uh, tank alt mode, which I almost never uh, keep in anything I have in, uh, is 100% legit. If you didn't know it was a transformer, you'd think it'd, it'd be somebody's uncle collecting, you know, military replica type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, the colors they picked out. Uh, on the chest with the blue contrast and um, 
even the spear spear is really really nice and that's the converted uh tank turret too uh so sort of thing yeah you know and that was kind of the thing you know i've gotten some really nice tank molds over the years uh you know the rtf bludgeon is always a standout to me um but i saw that and it really kind of grabbed my attention i wasn't quite sure you know where it would fit in my collection uh, as far as like how it looked uh but saying that uh at that price, I really couldn't see no. And, you know, it's um, old Voyager size is probably the best way to say it. Uh, you know, approximately new leader size is the better way to define it nowadays. You know, kind of like the Astro Train conversation. Um, but for what it is, I was really impressed, uh, you know, especially for like half the price I saw it initially. Is this, uh, is this one of these figures? I forget the line this is a part of is this the one that's part of the journey to the west designs where I like don't believe you know? so this guy no, this is, is literally okay. the first of a series the i don't have the paperwork on me but the really dope thing and i may just be calling it something incorrectly one of the characters in the line is a legit transformable chinese dragon um, that's the so, one i'm interested in that's okay. the, the exact one. It's, okay, it's the, so like, I'm misquoting them. My apologies. Yeah. Is, no, it's okay. Is that the Chinese dragon that turns into like a space station? Yes, that's what I'm looking for. So this one goes from a Chinese uh, dragon to robot. Okay. So this, uh, I, it may or not may not play into what you're talking about, uh, Xavier. I'm not 100% sure. I think... Uh, I stashed that paperwork away so long ago, I couldn't tell you to double-check right now. Uh, but there's uh, four more other uh, bots that are supposed to be uh, put out within the next year to two years. A bunch of random alt modes. I think that's the other thing that kind of really caught my attention is that, um, you know, just kind of like um, Ransack from ROTF, you know, where you have the biplane and... You know, mm-hmm. when's the last time we had some biplanes going on? Uh, things like that. Uh, the alt modes just really caught my attention on that. And again, I'm not normally an alt mode guy, uh, that, but it's so cool though. It's fuck. I wish Walter was here. My nuts are just in pain right now trying to figure this out. <laughs> Bowu School Tiangong Chinese Large Modular Space Station Kang Long is the name of that Xavier. If Kang, you're Kang Long. Kang Long. C A N G L O N G. That's so weird because the the one I was thinking of is the one from Dragon Ball Z called Shenlong. Ah, which I kind of wonder is is the war in the Ukraine going to affect the affect us getting Chinese stuff? Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, already oh, like thanks. I'm seeing in, in my day job, I'm a cowboy stock trader. I feed horses, I shovel manure, and then I mess around with seven million dollars worth of worth of funds for somebody. Now, you think this is all the start to a Chuck Tingle novel. Right? (laughs) You'd be surprised. Also, my boss is the ghost of a saber-toothed tiger dentist. Um, But, but, I mean, I'm already seeing it. Like, there are rumors that they're going to delist a lot of the Chinese stocks from the New York Stock Exchange because of their, not not just their geographical proximity to Russia, but also, you know, the, the... the like attitudes and the the camaraderie that China has with Russia. So be that as it may, you know, some of the Chinese stocks right now are really suffering, especially stuff like uh, Jinko Solar, uh, Neo, 
uh, Neo Motors, uh, Zhao Peng Motors, Li Auto. Uh, they're you know they're kind of suffering because of this. Although, in my opinion, now's the time to start buying those stocks because they're it, suffering. It's it's true. It might affect the release of the Space Station Dragon, and it would really really suck if that happened. But Scott, as you are so fond of saying, there's always Sir Toys. So, not yeah. losing hope. Fingers crossed. Uh, speaking of uh, speaking of like alt modes, like the reason why you bought the toy was alt modes. Here's my reinforcements from Cybertron. This is I finally got it the other day. This is that combiner. The uh, that the is Space not Force so combiner. big. Yeah, yeah. So right there is one of the limbs. And then we have, then we have the Mars rover, <laughs> right? And each one of these has their own individual robot mode. Uh, we have the little satellite dish, and I haven't had I haven't had one single chance. I've been so busy, I haven't had one single chance to mess with these. But this weekend, I'm definitely planning on it. And there's diecast in these too. There's yeah. there's diecast in these, and it makes them hefty. I can't wait to see what you do when they're combined up. Oh, that's going to look so good. Right? There's that. And then they also have the Bezos penis rocket. Yeah, I remember that mm -hmm. with, the, with the Chinese slang on the side. Yeah. I don't know what it says, but it's not good for America. That's for sure. No. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to getting a chance to mess around with those. Uh, really, really just I'm excited to see these. I just need to have the time. I need to have the time. I'm going to end up redoing these. I don't like how these came out, but here are my 3D printed Vok. Oh. So. Uh, I, I don't know, dude. Those are looking kind of clean. Nice. Take a, take a closer look. I can't. It's a little blurry. Uh, hold on here. I'll try to get it. They did not come out. You can see like. Oh, okay. Like pucker marks on them and stuff. I I ended up printing them out. They're painted silver, but I ended up printing them out with this metallic gold filament. This is what the filament looks like itself. This stuff is not conducive to good uh, to good uh, prints. It 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 bunches. It sags out. It doesn't want to retract. So I'm just gonna, I'm going to reprint these in white filament. But it, these will be my my uh, my backup vok. You know, it's, it is what it is. And then, and like I said, haven't got a chance to mess with them. I got my first, uh, my first real legacy toys. My first legacy toy is Black Zarek, but Ooh. I did get Skids and RC finally. Uh, I want Skids so bad. Skids is, is not bad. I got him off Amazon. Uh, he was like 22 bucks on Amazon. So I was really happy to get him. Don't have any real thoughts on him just yet, as he's still in the package. But I do have I do have a bit of a thought on RC. Whenever I first saw RC, the the femininity of her face does not translate well to camera. Whenever you like, I'm looking at her on screen right now, and she doesn't look that feminine. But whenever I look directly directly at her with the naked eye, there is a femininity there. You would never mistake this for for a male character. Um, so and I mean, it's nothing to do with the body shape that has nothing to do with it. It's it's that face. There's 
there's a certain like there's a contour to the lips there's a certain contour to the the cheekbones just below the eyes that really does in person it makes you think yes this is a female transformer so yeah but the weapon the weapons scat what about the weapons uh, they're in there someplace i guess <laughs> like i said i haven't opened yeah. it up yet just be careful there is one small one uh mine uh when i got it in i had to clip out the weapons first because mm -hmm. i was worried about them falling out of that open window on the front uh-huh um and then the rear um keep an eye on it the wings stick through that back panel uh, so yeah i you know what i still and uh send to people the uh uh, uh suture scissor trick uh that uh you did yep yep uh -huh. yep so you know uh that's one of the reasons i like using that too is for those types of boxes now because uh, you can kind of get in there and mess around and it's everything will be self-contained <clears throat> but yeah just be careful when you're taking out the back oh yeah the suture scissors that if there's one thing that any toy collector should have uh it's it's if it, or suture scissors to take the take the stuff Glass. out these are these are like flat cutters they're not quite suture scissors my suture scissors are upstairs these work pretty good too but uh yeah okay i see what you mean there i see what you mean but suture scissors are great because they've got that great little hook in them yeah right there go ahead and hold those up again so i get them on full screen they got a little hook there and you can just hook right in and just do some really intricate detail uh suture scissors and if you're going to be a transformers collector get yourself some sort of blunt uh <clears throat> blunt dental instrument to really get in there especially whenever you're an old fuck like me i'm 48 years old you know I'm, oh, I I, hear you. oh yeah the eyes are not what they're supposed to be take a look see those are called bifocals people that's whenever you go blind and uh <laughs> it's a thing you're sitting there going damn it you still love your shit you fucking boomer you're too old, man. It will happen to you, Zoomer. It will happen to you. <laughs> you will get bifocals. And, but the great thing is, you hit 45, no longer do you get injuries. You have small, permanent disabilities. So I'm not a boomer. I'm a coomer. <laughs> oh, my God. And they say we die sooner. I've seen the way some of these people eat. No, we won't. You and I are going to be dying at the same time, you 20-year-old. <laughs> Oh, guys, any big plans for this week? Continue the hunt as always for that shit so I don't have to pay markup. Man, anything yeah. I can do to help you, man. You know, like I said, I got that Hasbro Pulse. I got that Hasbro Pulse thing. So if you need something, let me know and I'll order it for you. you, uh, it to you. You're in the market for a, 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 a Mars Converter Gold Dragon? I, I thought I was. <laughs> I, I wasn't shit. certain. I, I was... I was four years ago, Xavier. I'm kind of impressed that you remembered from four years ago that I needed one of those. I mean, it's just the fucking, it's just like it's PTSD for all of us. It was like, I can't find what I fucking need. And it's just like the empathy is like, God, I know that pain. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, man, take it back. <laughs> no, it's, take it back. <laughs> At gunpoint. Give me my money and all your money back. I want my $10 now. <laughs> Plus some breath mint rolls. <laughs> I like how they feel on my tongue. Get some velaments. You'll be all set. 
<laughs> I what I want is a room temperature Mountain Dew and some breath mints because you can do an optical illusion, but with your tongue. So it's a taste illusion where you put breath mints in and you chew them up real good, and then you take a drink of warm Mountain Dew and it feels cold. <laughs> Shut up! I'm not crazy. You're crazy. Oh, you ever find yourself so lonely that you're rambling to the cashier and you realize you've made it awkward? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and anyway. You mean like yesterday? And anyway, that's when I told him, no, you're taking the cocaine out of the teddy bear. Sir, that'll be $7.22. Do, <laughs> do you take money orders? No, sir. Cash, credit, debit card. What about Puerto Rican currency? It's a territory. No, sir. Just, just, I've been I've been inside for so long because of COVID. Could you just hug me or something? You fucking communist. <laughs> oh, my. I don't know where you've been, and you smell really bad. Oh my god, I uh, I have uh, my wife and I. We are going to end up watching the. Uh, oh, what is the new Marvel movie? Uh, oh, Moon Knight. Moon Knight. We're gonna watch Moon Knight this weekend. So really good. That's that's our plan. Uh, Oscar Isaac. She, we're just watching it because Oscar Isaac is in it. And uh, if you if you get the chance, check out his Saturday Night Live routine. We've turned it into an inside joke. Just I'll sneak in while like Ariana's on the toilet and go do a leapa. <laughs> See, it's not funny to anyone else. It's fucking kills in this household. Oh, right. <laughs> ah. Patreon exclusive content. Yeah, yeah, there it is. I think that's where we'll wrap it up. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Big thank you to special guest Triclops. Loved having you on the show, man. Come back anytime. Uh, mean that anytime. If Make you get the me. chance, if you get the chance, go on over to the Patreon. Give a dollar. Check out those pre-shows. If you'd like to get in contact with us, give us an email. Goodmorning.cybertron at yahoo.com. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and be sure to check out our secondary Facebook page, The Junk Transformers Buy, Sell, and Trade. Now that Walter's up and running, eh, who knows? You, you may get banned by him. You know, dare to live the dream, I guess. <laughs> He's getting cracking his knuckles going, oh, yeah, good to yeah. be back. Don't need the heart. Don't need the liver anymore. <laughs> Time to fucking <laughs> ban some assholes for karate lessons. Gentlemen, thank you for being here. Right. I forgot about, you forgot about the dude trying to post karate lessons on a junk transformers buy, sell, and trade. Walter's just like, man. The chest of drawers was the one I always remembered. It's like, hey, anyone interested in like some furniture? It's like, furniture? Get that shit out of here. Ban. Oh, gentlemen, say good night. Night. Good night. Night.